0: Hey guys, welcome to another Protein Bros episode. We are today sitting down with one of our favorite people, Casey Hasey, owner of Beyond Fitness in Grain Valley, Missouri. Casey is a yoga instructor, TRX instructor. Uh, She does group classes, one-on-one training, and she genuinely helps her members uh, Beyond Fitness. It's in her name, and you get to hear all about all the things that they offer. And uh, like I said, she's an amazing individual and uh, you can learn a lot from her. So I really hope you guys lean into this one today. She gets really deep, tells us about things that we can do to help ourselves outside of lifting weights, outside of running, um, and going beyond fitness. So tune in, let us know what you guys think. And as always, please like subscribe and share the podcast. <laughs> you want to hear want hilarious no, I don't story? <laughs> Someone just t- challenged me to like, a this guy who, um, is on TikTok who is like they play him one second of a song and he knows him and he like knew all of them, right? And I was like, oh, this is like right in my wheelhouse. I usually know music really well. Casey and I have already connected on music actually. Yeah. And um, they like, they got one wrong. And I was like, oh, this is Passion Pit, Sleepyhead. And and JP is the one who was doing it for me. And he's like, dude, that's the only one they missed. And I was like, yeah, dude, sorry. Passion (laughs) Pit fan over here. (laughs) So I happened to know it. So anyways, I became a musical genius for knowing Passion Pit. (laughs) So make fun of me some more. I'm um, you know, <laughs> whatever you're into. What's not to love. If you
1: listen to it, it's great. Casey, what's your favorite band? Ooh,
2: oh man, that's ball. so good. So I was raised as a child going to dive bars, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really normal. So some I love good, some good stories there right, for sure. Right. Yeah. And so I love old school music. Um, like Mustang Sally is a good one for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then I'm not traditional, like I love pink. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to women empowerment music. Yes. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Same wheelhouse. Love all of that. Yeah. And then you have your Evan Bartels, which is the one I sent you mm-hmm. that no one really knows about deep cut. Yeah. So all that, I like it all. Nice.
0: S- same. But yeah. I, I grew up on when see you say old school, like I was brought up my dad's older for uh, like most people's parents were just younger than my parents. My parents had me at 36. And so we listened to genuine like doo-wop music. Like I grew up on like the four tops okay. and like, yeah, like fifties, sixties Motown stuff.
2: Um, what about, did you ever listen to Patsy Klein? Yeah.
0: I, yeah. that's what I was. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That, loved that. More soulful than, um, you know, like the really high pitched, you know, snapping and clapping of the Motown songs. But like,
2: yeah.
0: I like, I prefer a Patsy Klein or a eddie James yeah. over, over, um, you know, four dudes barbershop quartetting if you will
3: yes <laughs>
2: so so something that i like to do is whenever i'm like meal prepping or cooking dinner we have a uh record or a what is that
0: bluetooth speaker
2: no like the old school oh record player record player yeah Thank you. we have yeah. a record player turntable Tur- yeah <laughs> i was turned yeah yeah she was... um so we have a record player and i get all those old uh records mm-hmm. and play like patsy klein at night and just i sound like an old person Patsy Klein and What's Plessy not to so love? Yeah. yeah. And, and, Chopping vegetables. It's a whole All mood. it's American dream right there. It's nice. a, whole,
0: a whole vibe, <laughs> as the kids would say, Luke. I like
1: it. It is a whole vibe.
3: It's a whole
0: it? vibe, right, Luke? It is. Yeah, it is. My gosh, man. Every time I say stuff like that, I'm like, what am I supposed to say anymore? How am I supposed to talk? You know? Well,
3: There's a demographic yeah, you of 25
0: do. to 34, and I'm 35. So it's like, I'm no longer allowed to yeah. say young things.
2: Yeah, but the problem is, is that... I think you and I both still like we're in that genre of young people. Well, yeah, we like know? to
0: stay up to date more or less. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm present. Yes. I, I enjoy learning
2: and we both move. And so we're physically fit and well. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't like, I don't resonate with the older people like I am.
0: Totally. That's very true. <laughs> it's tough to, oh, yeah, t- dude. tough to relate.
1: Here's some really good ones. Oh, drip. It's oh, Okay. Oh. Drip. Yeah. Can you use yeah. that? A, can you s- use that
2: in a sentence? Yeah, uh,
1: check out, uh, <laughs> check out the booger dripping from Nose.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that
1: right, Luke? Is that how the kids are using it? Hey, yeah. no, dude.
2: <laughs> I think you nailed it, actually.
0: <laughs> hey, Luke, pull up the YouTube clip of that famous kid.
2: <laughs>
1: dude, <laughs>
0: what? What about that one you're using yesterday? <laughs> Which one? Oh, oh God! I don't know if we could say that. I had to learn what a bussy was.
1: (laughs) I had never heard of a bussy. He's like, dude, have you heard of the word bussy? And I'm like, no. Because people say bussin, right?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Which Would be it's like not that it's really not good, that. amazing. Okay, right? so
2: fill me in because I don't know either. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> or, or is this a sidebar conversation? We'll have to no. keep
1: this out of the uh, podcast. <laughs> just,
0: I, no, no, we can we can keep it here. But it's like uh, we'll just leave it, you know, for people to you know draw their own conclusions. But I like it. Come so back for So bussy would be a more. male's version of a insert word. Okay, and because males don't have such. Um, in the LGBTQIA community, they refer to a bussy as a boy's version of that. Okay.
3: Jeff had
1: to go to the Urban Dictionary to figure this one out.
0: It was, uh, it was originated <laughs> as early as 2007.
2: at least the initiative to go do that. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you he know, wasn't using it, it
1: in common uh, <laughs> conversation. Man, like this
0: bussin looks very similar on uh, as you type it. Oh, right? here's, a, here's a good so one. So you're like, oh, man, this, you know, this sandwich is bussin is what some people would say. <laughs> And I throw in a bussy just cause. What would happen there? Yeah, that's the opposite of what a sandwich should taste like, right? So, so that's that's where we were at. And so, um, and in Is that, that moment, what,
2: well, in that moment, to today's podcast. Yeah, yeah.
0: In that moment, I knew I was old, and that was that. So here's here's a good one. Yeet.
2: Yeah, we the know. Kids, oh, the kids yeah. love a
0: yeet. yeet. I throw in a yeet now and then.
2: Yeah. My six-year-old says that. Yeet. <laughs>
1: uh there's also
0: uh i need you to look up uh the guy that's like i'm about to get arrested for all this drip y'all and he's like the (laughs) dorkiest guy of all time you know what i'm talking about there's a guy on instagram that has just the funniest thing that's like somebody come arrest me because all this drip
1: (laughs) 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 we should play that we should play that those are great dude this is this is nuts I, i google this and it's 2023 teen slang meanings every parent should know first one's 420 it's like you don't know that as a parent (laughs) yeah you gotta know what that is you gotta know what that is like what the hell did uh did when i was a kid they would say
0: 420 was because of like that's what you know police like arrest you for they it's like a four it's a 420 on the and i was like is that really why right or like 311 was that band name because it's like the 911 number for a non-emergency, yeah. <laughs> but apparently, it was also for like if you got caught with drugs, like that was. I thought three eleven
1: was eleventh uh, uh, letter in the alphabet, which is K. KKK. I was like, they're racist. There it is. Three Ks. <laughs> they're racist. <laughs> Another <laughs> I pulled that one urban deep. legend. I mean, I pulled that one deep from fifth grade right there because I probably haven't heard anyone say that or I haven't repeated yeah, it, it since for, fifth grade. Guys, for all of our listeners.
2: So you feel safe to share an, <laughs> that with us today?
1: I felt like, you Kyle, know. that we that, just
2: met, here, but I feel so good that you feel so comfortable. You're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> you're
1: welcome. I don't even know if K is the 11th letter <laughs> in the alphabet. It is. Is I'm, it? Because my Luke, name's Jay.
0: Look that up. First name. Here you go. This dude right here. Listen to this dude. This is how the kids are talking. All the way to the beginning. He's incredible. Bro. He's amazing. Listen.
1: someone lock me up. lock me up for this drip today. This drip today. Someone locked me up for it. Oh, God. Screw 12,
3: California. Drip's illegal in 49 states. Good
0: thing I live in Ohio. He just talks like that all the time.
1: Was that Benjamin Button? He
3: said
0: screw 12. Do you know what screw 12 means, Kyle? Nah. They're talking about police when he says that. Screw 12, huh? Yeah,
1: 12 is police,
0: and then he said, on God. <laughs> <laughs> on God. Lock me up. Lock me up for this drip today. This drip today someone like me up for
3: it? On oh God. Screw 12 god for real. <laughs> it's just illegal in
0: 49 states. Good thing I live in Ohio. <laughs> that's, that's all I need to know anyways. So I'm glad I don't sound like that when I talk, but Any it you. is fun to watch. Any of you. <laughs> um, this is important to talk about, I think... How did we all know, and this is a good test because I think we all knew this,
3: hmm.
0: but how did we all know pre-internet, how did it make its rounds throughout the entire country that Marilyn Monroe could remove, or no, Marilyn Manson. Oh, I was like,
2: whoa. Marilyn
0: I Manson, know what you're going
1: to talk about, the rib.
0: He
2: removed oh, the rib oh, from his body. Yes. And what was he able to do? Yeah. Casey, what oh. was he able to do? I.
1: <laughs> he could get down to his bussy. <laughs> Didn't know we could use it. Good job, Kyle. Hey, you're you're hey, welcome. That was good. Use it in a thank, sentence.
0: Thank Done. you for saving me, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. What was he able to do? Casey? No. So, yeah, but how did we all know this? Like, how did, how that did that make its rounds? That is
2: so, so, like...
0: No memes, no, inter- no internet, no one texting each other. Text messaging I mean, I had MTV. Exist.
2: It
0: wasn't on MTV. Somehow we all knew it. And he was the kid off of uh, here's Wonder tr- Years. Here's Remember the
1: thing, that? though. He was,
2: the he, kid, was. he was
1: the
0: kid off Wonder Years, and we all learned that, too. I was like, when did he become Marilyn Manson, the character? Right?
2: So I just introduced my 12-year-old to one of his songs, Sweet Dope Dreams. Show?
3: Sweet, Dreams. Ah, Sweet Dreams. Dreams.
2: Yeah.
0: Remake off of who? What's that uh, band's name?
2: It's, uh. well, we were listening to- The Short
0: Blonde-Haired Woman, whatever her band was.
2: Oh, who? Who's...
0: The original oh. Sweet Dreams are made of these?
3: Yeah. Know? She's, uh, it was- What's
1: He's got it. Not the Cranberries.
3: It was-
0: our listeners uh, that know are yelling at us right now. I know. Now. Sorry, guys. We disappoint. For knowing all my bands. I don't know this one.
2: Uh. Whoa.
0: Luke, what's her name? Uh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox is not it. It was She was a lead singer for something else then. Same woman, I'm sure. But anyways, her group was called something. Yeah, whatever that is called. What's that word? arithmetics, arithmetics.
2: Okay, so that... <laughs> Okay, so my 12 year old, he comes upstairs one day and he says, Mom, I got this really good song. It's brand new. Oh, it's like, brand okay, new. Yeah, Classic. I was like, okay. And so it's this song, The Rhythmics. And I'm like, dude, I was a to this song as a little girl. And he was blown that I knew all the words already because it was mm-hmm. so new to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do you know this song? And I'm like, I got one for you. So then that's when I let him listen to Marilyn. There you go. So, was I he don't a fan? Think, Uh, He'll listen to it every once in a while, but it's kind of funny.
1: I feel like this generation of kids are listening to older music more often. Is that, am I correct in this assumption or no?
2: I I feel like I have the oldest 12 year old. He's a very old soul and he comes up with like the oldest music. Yeah, really? But we also do let him watch YouTube Mm -hmm. and he'll find music on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm and so it's some of the songs are really good yeah Yeah, i think there's a
0: correlation with uh, obviously how readily available available music is now yeah and so casey and i both alluded to this earlier but it's like if you grew up on something right that's what you know that's what you seek out that's what you listen to and you can connect those those music those songs with some incredible nostalgic memories yeah of your childhood you know luke here you know his dad loves kiss and so he's like got such a great you know uh fond memories of that with you know his childhood so it's like dude Nowadays, it's like kids can listen to whatever they feel like listen to on demand. I mean, like, I remember recording music off the radio. That's something yeah. that's really sad, but true as far as how You've much it you. had your you. tape Did, where you yeah. had to,
2: like, run up and hit the record and play button at the same mm-hmm. and time. And if you
0: accidentally, for example, took this blank tape and recorded three good songs and then rewound it and listened to it and loved it or whatever, and you didn't remember to, like, perfectly stop it for yep. the next recording, you just yep. recorded it over. Something else that you really liked with the yeah. song that you wanted to record off the radio. That was
2: our first burn, like CDs, yeah. where we had a, to do the a mixtape, if a you mix will. Tape. Yeah,
0: that's where it comes from, y'all. For people that didn't know what that meant when you know Drake would drop one, <laughs> that's what that's where that came from. <laughs>
2: so. Well, and music is huge in our lives. Like our son is Finnegan, and then our second child's name Vetter. And Vetter's oh, Eddie, Eddie from, Vetter, yeah, yeah, from Pearl Jam, and my so gosh. our kids have been exposed to music at a very young age, mm-hmm. um, taking them to concerts and things like that, appropriate concerts. Sure. But
0: what's been their favorite concert experience so far?
2: Um, so we really are winning at it because my son liked this band, um, and I can't even remember, but it was a Christian band, mm-hmm. and I was like. Guys, I am a good mom. Look at <laughs> me. Look at me. My kids listen. Christian Maverick City music. music. Let's go. Like I wasn't Need to breathe Maverick City Skillet. Music. Skillet? Skillet. Is that a Christian I song? I don't
1: know. I thought Skillet was like a Skillet? I don't know. I thought Skillet was like a late 90s like new metal band. Uh, yeah. They I might think, be Christian. I don't know.
2: I don't know. know. So Cut.
1: Luke's going to be on Luke, the Google. Figure got,
0: that yeah, out. Figure that good. out. So but that they was, loved it.
2: His concert that he went to. The youngest one hasn't been to one yet.
1: What was he's, your first concert? He's only six for
0: our listeners. Oh man, so that's understandable. My
2: first concert was Reba McIntyre. Let's
1: go. Let's go. And
2: um, Vince Gillis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And I was so like, what the hell? I don't get to be up front and meet her. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, nobody. This is how told a concert me, goes? Like, nobody told me what a concert was going to look like. And I think I was like in fifth grade. So in my mind, I thought I'd be close to the stage and we definitely were not.
0: Yeah. You watch live performances and you recognize like, let's say, yeah, skillet is both. So we found that out. Oh, see? You had it right. Everybody was right there. So you watched watched like concerts as a kid. I'll never forget like watching. What's the difference between hard rock
1: and metal? What do you
0: mean? You tell us.
1: Hard rock and metal? You know that. You know what I'm saying? Like at what point does something go from being hard rock to metal? You know? (laughs) You would know. I don't. That's why I'm saying. When I see hard rock, I'm like, uh, "Is it? Is it just like metal light, dude?" If we're all sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your Hanson uh, story memories. I
0: mean, I can't believe you're going to interrupt a Hanson story. But anyways, we're mm, we're off the mic talking about like a band. I'm like, "Hey, like this sounds like a metal band." He's like, "No, dude. He's like, this is new age rock, kick whatever the hell." And I'm like, "What?" Kyle knows more subgenres than anybody. He's he like invented them before Spotify. I just, did.
1: I just make up, shit. it's unbelievable.
2: <laughs> I told someone the other day, um, red dirt,
0: yeah, yeah, right. He knows red dirt, oh, yeah. And so I was like, he'll oh, correct me. That's red. So dirt. So
2: I felt really cool because I was like, red dirt, and they're like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. Like, mm, thanks, no big deal. Learn them a couple things, yeah, they ago, just drop that vocab term on <laughs> I you. Did. Yeah. It's probably so my wife's slay.
0: favorite genre. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all I was getting at is that when we were kids, you watch a concert on TV and you think that like because they have like that studio audience, like that's every concert, you know? Yeah. So my first concert experience to go with what I was talking about earlier was Paul Simon oh. as a solo artist. Right. No, you know, uh, Garfunkel there. Yeah. And uh, and I was up in the grass of Riverport Amphitheater, a.k.a. 17 different names like every other amphitheater in the country out of St. Louis. And I dude, he was a speck. Right. Like he was a polka dot on the stage and I was just like, what are we doing here? You <laughs> That's know, how I felt. Yeah, I'm sitting on a blanket in the grass, just like playing with my toys. <laughs> like, what is this? But wish I could have paid attention to that Paul Simon concert nowadays. Cause no I actually, kidding. of course, love all his music. Right. Uh, But man, yeah, that was my first my, concert. My first
1: one was George Strait and I was like the opposite. I was like, yes, yes. How I was old huge, were you? I was like a third grader. A huge George Strait fan. Still huge George Strait fan. What's not to love? Yeah. King George. He's the man.
2: He really is. Mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah, we're a fan. Um, so, Casey, we've talked about nothing that has to do with what makes you an expert at all kinds of things. It is about- talked everything
1: home. not fitness, you know? So maybe we should actually, talk some fitness.
2: Actually, I would disagree with you. I think that music and what we're talking about has everything to do with fitness. You're listening to it in your earbuds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're getting motivation from it. You are meditating to it. Um, it's helping us get through life. I and agree, it's bringing I agree enjoyment. with enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. So I, while yes, it's not macros and protein bars, mm-hmm. it is something that we have, yeah, and it helps us. And fitness helps us. So I'll tell it, you
0: what, there, it, it definitely makes fitness easier. The amount of people that would just go home if they can't get their music to work or their headphones die, or no, everyone maybe, knows that that's the worst. You know? And
2: you know, maybe somebody will be listening to their podcast with us. That's
1: true. Very there's there's plenty of studies out there that show that strength increase and effort um, increases when somebody's listening to music versus when they're not. So I think that it definitely plays a part for me. Like when I'm working out, if I don't have music on and I can't just kind of like take my mind away. That's like what I love about working out is kind of being able to zone out and almost like meditate. What did uh, disconnect, if you will? Yeah, we, we had a podcast with uh, Aaron at one time and he had a he had a term for it that was beautiful. It was called uh, Aaron Becker. No, it was, is meditating with a high heart rate or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. Meditation. Meditation with, the, with a high heart rate. Yeah. Something to that effect. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it couldn't be more true. I feel like you can disconnect. But when you, when you have music <laughs> in, it makes it a lot easier to go to that place, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and kind of just.
0: Drown everything else out. Yeah. What are you, uh, when you've done some like massive PRs before, Kyle, like in just some, some PRs that you've had in your life. Going for a max out on
1: something? Do you put on a certain song? Two twenty five. When I was like, you know, a fifteen year old I had to, you know, flex on everybody. Oh, wow, at high wow dude! Had to tell everybody you're the first time you hit two twenty five
2: at fifteen. Everybody knows.
1: Wow. everybody knows about my bench. Two twenty five. You know what? I'm Kyle,
2: thank you for sharing. I didn't know. So see, no. I and now two
1: wheels. If you're really with with like, down with. And the kids. Let's be honest. How impressed are two you? Two wheels because, for, a, for a double. Yeah. You know
0: what were you listening to at fifteen? As you hit two twenty five for the first time, which by the way, is I don't care who you are, everybody remembers hitting two twenty five. T- the, the reason I brought that bench. up is because that Luke, is that's when you, like like you when you feel like a man. Hit it You're like friendly. I
1: have I have Sorry. crushed Luke's Still working on it. He's at one eighty five. He's working his way up, and I I I got him on a, a bench program, and I'm thinking that he should be there by what do you think thirty two? You'd be there, maybe <laughs> I don't know. He's got a ways. Anyways, um, we're talking about music I was listening to when I was 15. Yeah, but when you hit a PR,
0: because sometimes, like, dude, you have to put on a song... That you know off. is going to like yeah. help you get there. You know I, what I mean?
1: There's a girl that, that trains at our gym, and she's a coach uh, at MC CrossFit. And um, I always put headphones in, and they play music over the uh, thing. And she's always like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, I'm listening to what you would not want to listen to and what nobody in this gym would want to listen to. And so she's always coming over and looking at my phone while, while I'm training. And uh, the other day, she switched my phone onto the stereo. She Bluetoothed my phone onto the stereo, and I was listening to Mortar- I was listening. Oh, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I was listening to the Faceless first album, which is just such noise a, to most people. It's literally just noise to people. And there's like, you know, 60 year old ladies and they're working out. It is 5 a.m. This was yesterday yeah, yeah, morning. It was yeah. 5 a.m. And I'm looking around. I'm like, what is it? and I started realizing like my headphones are out and this is being played on the music at the gym. And I just started laughing and she was like, what is this? <laughs> what satanic? <laughs> she was like, what are you this? listening to? I was like, I'm, t- I told you that nobody on earth is going to want to listen to that except for me. So just, yeah, but that's what I listen to. I, I typically you can't remember
0: 15 year old Kyle anymore. Uh, I mean, dude, everybody has a PR that they hit. I mean, this is a good clip. We everybody were we knows 15 at hit. the same time. Did you listen to rock when you were that age?
2: Um. Yes, but I was listening to Disturbed as yeah, well. Yeah. So that was oh. a, that was the big one. Yeah,
0: Disturbed. I would. Good. I would absolutely. I remember when I was a freshman in high school, uh for football they made us all you know max out whatever. Yep. And had them put Corn Got the Life.
2: On. Oh yeah. Yeah. I felt That's like I could do one. a lot of
0: things to Corn Got the Life. Yeah. Maybe Pod Alive, Kyle. Oh. Come on, dude.
1: I listened to a lot of Master P. Make him say, oh, uh, yeah. "Come on now, let's yeah. go." Yeah, that's uh, what I was listening to. For
2: I forgot football. about him. Yeah,
0: when I was 19 years old, I soaked the shocker. Had a know? PR on bench for 365. <laughs> hey, dude, soak the shocker. Isn't he dead? R.I.P.
1: I, I do <laughs> Believe thought, it or not, I wasn't I keeping I was up on so cool soak the shocker. So cool because I knew
2: of those guys yeah. and listened to him a little bit. I just listened to him to say I was cool, though. Yeah. I didn't really listen. Listen. I
0: Did was, you happen to listen to anything whenever you were doing some crazy things with fitness?
2: Um, do you have any
0: songs that are memorable for you?
2: Honestly, I would say Disturbed was one of them. Always, We always were listening to hard rock, whatever the football players were listening to in high school is what we were listening to. So I felt like there was a lot of Disturbed corn for sure. Yeah.
1: The new metal age. You know what I was really into during that time was Seven Dust. They came out with the uh, album Seasons. I, I of was course, know that song, Luke. But that's not what
0: we're looking for. We're looking for Is He Alive or Not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He was looking up, you know what else shocker, I was listening to my fault, back which then, is a classic, which
1: this is, you had to listen to this and you had to make sure your mom didn't hear it, but like 3-6 Mafia, that's the first time I was really getting into 3-6 Mafia. I still love them.
0: What's not, dude, mm-hmm. they're coming like that kind of Memphis rap. is like coming back apparently.
1: Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. So
2: I also listened to a lot of Green Day.
1: Yeah, Green Day is okay. good.
2: Kind of forgot about those guys. Blink-182,
1: I can sing every single Blink-182 mm-hmm. song there Sublime. was. Yeah, Sublime was good.
0: Let's see him. Soak the Shocker.
2: Is he alive? Oh, he is. Is
0: Mystical alive? You guys remember Shake It Fast? Silk the Shocker. Man, what are the odds? I've watched a documentary on the you rise know, of, uh, you of know, Master P. It's pretty <laughs> incredible. You know, uh, is that
2: on like Netflix or something? One of the
0: streamers. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. Do you guys, do you
1: guys remember the, the rapper Chingy?
0: Yeah, dude, it's from St. Louis. Yeah, Come so Chingy Holiday Inn.
1: Gini
2: I know. Sh- My husband would know all of this stuff way more than yeah. I would. But he
1: say, he's saying uh, nothing, chilling at the Holiday Inn. Oh, give who me you another. With? Keep,
2: keep going. Oh, uh,
1: right. you're just okay. messing with me.
3: <laughs> Hold on. She's waiting for you I to do get to. I do have the uh, voice of an angel. But. Right
0: there.
1: Yeah. Oh, right
0: I there. I believe he could be. Uh, <laughs> I believe he's part of the, uh, people that helped with the, uh, popularity of using, uh, the phrase there versus there. there. <laughs> he, sh- he shopped with us at our Brentwood store
1: when I was managing our me. Brentwood store, he came in and he shopped with me and then he left and Dave Stevens is like, dude, you know who that is? And I was like, No. That's Chingy Dog. And I was like, I don't know who that is. He's like Holiday Inn. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. He that just seemed like a normal a, dude to me. <laughs> that was a
0: Snoop Dogg song in my head. Yeah. Anyway. huh? So fitness. fitness,
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Talk to me, Casey. All right. So here's what's cool. You've got an amazing gym out, Blue Springs, but it's not Blue Springs. It's Grain Valley.
2: Yeah, you got it. Nailed it.
0: Grain Valley. And it's Beyond Fitness, Casey. Mm-hmm. Tell us how that started. Specifically, because um, you do something different than most gyms. Like it's a totally different community. Um, if I were a member, right, what would I expect from Beyond Fitness KC?
2: Oh, and what a great question. So, uh, what you would expect is this unconditional support, right? And I feel like <clears throat> with the health and wellness industry that we are in, it's either you're part of a gym or you're not part of that gym. And so, what I'm wanting to do is, I want to merge people to know that whether they're part of my gym or not, they're always part of the gym, they don't ever get excluded. It's no conditioned, right? Um, I feel like I was always, you know, I felt as a child that my love was conditioned. If I did X, Y, and Z in sports or if I did this in academics, I was loved.
0: Kind of based on achievement, if you will.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's. It's nice to be able to support men and women to come into the gym and know that they're going to be supported whether they're failing in their fitness or not. And if they're failing, we're going to help them find a way to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's never it's never like if you come to my gym, you have to come to my gym. It's like, okay, you want Pilates? I'm going to show you where to go for Pilates you want CrossFit, I'm going to show you the, the gems that I trust for CrossFit. And so it's a collaborating with other gems in the area to give this big collective community.
0: Yeah, I feel like you guys, um, just in my conversations with you uh, outside of this podcast, you've done a great job of explaining to me that, you know, you make it very clear that everybody that you meet is on somewhere in their fitness journey. And like, we're going to help you no matter what that, you know, if we can support you personally, great. But my goal is to just keep you on the journey correct and being, you know, intentional about it, right. present to it and not just saying, you know what, I don't have a vacation coming up for 6 months so I'm just going to really put my my health and fitness on the back burner.
2: Right. Cuz I think that as people we are, we all have that all or nothing mentality. I, you know, I'm going to speak for myself. I have that all or nothing mentality. And so once I got myself out of that and realized that it's all for me, it really changed the way my nutrition and my health looked. Because I know I'm never going to stop. I can't. Um, I have children. I want to be able to run with them. I want to be able to run with my grandchildren. Um, And so I know that I have to do this the rest of my life. And so once I realize that, then it becomes like this evolution of what it looks like. You know, I'm getting ready to hit middle age more so. And so I have to think of women's stuff, menopause and, and all of that. How do I want to get myself success, set up for success for that? And um, to know that my fitness journey is going to evolve and look like something else in the next five years and being open to experimenting with it too.
1: Seasons. People go yeah. through different seasons with, uh, with, with working out. Like I definitely went through, you know, a portion of my life where being strong was important to me and now I'm more into a season where, you know, being in good cardiorespiratory fitness is, is important to me. I think you really, as far as your gym goes, setting it up to where it's a good support system. I, I, the older I get and the more I've been in the fitness industry, I feel like the more and more that is the most underrated thing about getting people actual results is like, If you're surrounded by the wrong people, it doesn't matter if you have the best training program. It doesn't matter if you have the best diet. It doesn't matter if you have all the tools necessary. If you have somebody who's a constant bad influence on you, who's constant negative influence on you it is going to be miserable to try and like, you know, improve your life from a fitness standpoint. Right. So I love that. A beautiful that you guys are, you know, that's your, the first thing that you say about your
0: gym is that. Yeah, know, it's, that's, that's awesome. And I think that, you know, I don't want to break you from what you wanted to say there, but you came in here wearing a Beyond Fitness sweatshirt that says control the negative. And so I think that's a great um, segue into, you know, what is that mission? What is that sentiment to you and, and, and what made it, uh, you know, shirt worthy, if you will?
2: Well, I think what I love about this shirt is that there's two gyms represented on it, not just my gym. On the back, there's another gym, Ironclad Training, and he actually is a personal trainer in Oak Grove where I live, and he works, um, he trains at our gym and all that. And so it's a collaboration, and it shows that it's a collaboration the gym is. So it's not just me. It's all these trainers um, and all of these people that do energy work that we can all come together When it comes to control the negative, first of all, we were talking about weights, Mm -hmm. control the negative when you're going down, right? Don't just slam down into a squat, Mm -hmm. but to bring the beyond fitness spin on it, it's also control the negative. What you're bringing in and consuming is that negative or positive? Who are you surrounding yourself with? And so that kind of was a really nice play on both of it Mm -hmm. where Jason and I were both like, I'm like, we got to get you a shirt. But I'll put your logo on it, too. Yeah. I love
0: that. And the, when you're talking about what you consume, you know, I think um, the fitness industry, me and Kyle, have been around a long time um, to the point where we remember kind of when the segue was happening. This transition, this evolution of the fitness industry went from being um, based on who won which bodybuilding shows. Yep. And, um, you know, what's who's on the cover of what magazine. That's how old we are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to, to who is the most famous on social media and like, as a a great example for our listeners, um, Paige Hathaway was one of the very first social media fitness influencers that became uber famous through social media because she placed like third or fourth in a local show in Oklahoma when she was getting started. But because of her, you know, model looks and her ability to connect with her audience on a very real level, she became extremely popular. And, um, Jamie Eason was, I think like the last, that's a real, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jamie Eason, right? Yeah. She was bodybuilding.com's like first lady, right?
2: Oh, I mean, I followed a ton of her programs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she
0: was great and she was a great fitness model and she did a phenomenal job as far as connecting, but she wasn't huge on social media yet. She didn't, she was slow to get on there and I don't even know what she looks like nowadays. You know what I mean? It's been over 10 years since I've looked up Jamie Eason.
2: I know Um, I'm going to do that today now. Thank you. Right.
0: But Paige Hathaway, it's all I'm getting at is like social media now is I think um, where everybody thinks of when they think of who's famous when it comes to fitness outside of people who've achieved, you know, CrossFit, you know, CrossFit athlete, or, you know, right. sorry, number one, you know, fittest on earth. Um, trying to think of other, you know, big fitness Chris names. Chris Bumstead. Yeah, you know. yeah, they. but, you know, the tr- basically you just do not have to perform well at a sport of any sort, whether it be bodybuilding, powerlifting, CrossFit to become famous in fitness. Correct. And, um, you know, controlling the negative... How do you feel like social media plays a role um, in your gym when it comes to people's viewpoints of themselves? Hey guys, real quick message just to tell you that we appreciate you listening to our podcast. If you didn't already know, podcasts are completely ranked based on the level of subscriptions that they have. Our mission here at Protein Bros Podcast is to connect our listeners, one laugh, one story, one person at a time to our Midwest fitness community and do everything we can to support local fitness. So if you are a fan of local fitness, I do hope that you consider subscribing. Uh, We do not charge for anything on this podcast and we do not run any ads. If you are a fan of protein bros podcast, I hope that you tune in to future episodes and subscribe on all platforms. Thank you guys again for your support. Let's get you back to the
1: episode.
2: Oh man, I think that social media for me, actually for myself, it's a slippery slope because I draw a lot of boundaries for myself. Um, I'm a huge boundary driven person and I speak about that a lot with the women at the gym. Um, And so it is like you follow the people that are giving you good information, valid information. Um, I also, I have this, and it's really hard because I don't have a gym to take photos of women working out. That's not what I like to do because it is so hard for someone to walk into a gym and then to sit there and have your trainer taking photos of them, I feel like is very imposing. Mm -hmm. So that's something I struggle with. Like I should put that more out on the the gym space and all that. I'm not really answering your question, but I feel like with the women we are – such a small group that our, our feeds are a lot the same, yeah, and that um, I think that it's just been crazy to watch the whole social media thing pull up. So, oh. I'm trying to give them information that's valid and well to them and not give them generic crap,
0: general,
1: you know, right. what's, what's if if you've been in the fitness industry for a long time. It's hard for me to even like read some uh, posts because it's all just regurgitation of some other post. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like people. Or at this point, just pe- chat GBT. Pe- people c- creating content <laughs> yes. to create content. And it's like, uh, and, and you know what? I shouldn't feel like that because there's tons of people out there who are who are finding fitness for the very first time who are reading a post that is a regurgitated post from a billion other posts, but it's the first time that person's reading it and they're getting value out of it. It just seems like, uh, just like anything else, you kind of go through seasons with social media too, where it's like at one point that stuff was a lot more valuable to me than it is now. Um, You know?
2: Well, and I will tell you on a personal standpoint, when it came to, um, you know, when 2020 happened in COVID, I really shut down and didn't post a lot. So I'm just now actually starting to get my own brand back and going and actually Mm -hmm. actively uh, posting on social media. Um, So I, I do think like what you're reading is not necessarily true all the time. Right. But also I'm a huge person of, I don't kill people's joy. So if somebody comes to me and they've read a post that got them excited and I don't agree with the post, I sit in a space and hold space for them and I let them talk through it and I don't, kill their vibe on something fun that they're excited. Nobody, nobody
1: likes that person that you're like excited about something you want to talk about it. And then they fricking just like stomp on it. You're just like, Oh, you suck.
2: I think that's (laughs) the hardest thing for me as a business woman. And as a personal trainer is that you have all these people, they come to you and they're so excited about something and I might not agree with it, but I really try and hold space and just listen and then support them through yeah. that process. Right. And then it's giving them recommendations. You know, what would it look like if we did this or what? Oh, you're, you're still this. Then what if, you know, and letting them come to that conclusion. But mm-hmm. I try to always hold p- space, especially when they're on that social media platform and they're like, Hey, have you heard about intermittent fasting and what I'm going to do? And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, okay, so what's that going to look like for you? Mm-hmm. Instead of going into this whole, well, that's okay. not
0: that's not here, the best because of this. This, here, this here's know, what I've solace. learned too is
1: I yeah. feel like a lot of people that are that are staunchly against things all the time, that is coming from like almost a place of insecurity. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like afraid of scarcity pe- mindset. It's a scarcity mindset where they're like, no, you have to listen to me. Yeah. You have to come to me for your, your advice. Yeah, if, I don't if, preach that. If you so don't if come, you don't listen to what if I you preach, don't come to me and you're not getting not advice from social media, then where's my value? You right. know what I'm saying?
2: And I think like, I would tell you that that's why I have a gym at such a later in my life because. So you haven't
0: been in the fitness industry. I don't want to cut Kyle off earlier when he was like, if you've been in the fitness industry a long time, I'm like, not you haven't been in the fitness industry a long time, right?
2: Well, it's kind of interesting. I, um, fell in love with my husband in the gym in high school. Mm-hmm. How sweet is that?
0: About as sweet as how you said it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he um,
1: broke the cardinal rule. He hit on a girl in the gym. Um, Storybook.
2: Tell me you weren't doing
1: hip thrust because that's a mortal sin now. Oh,
2: and I looked right at my husband in his eyes when I did it. He was actually she was doing the
1: the Susan what's her name Suzanne Summers
2: right. That is
1: so awkward. That video is the most (laughs) awkward video. I can't believe that was in a movie. Sorry. Anyways, keep going.
2: (laughs) So I um, actually, you know, I found solace in high school in the gym. Right. I found it at a very young age. I struggled with panic, anxiety attacks, hid it from the world and dealt with it in high school by myself. Then I found 24 hour fitness back in the day they're now like genesis is around the area or whatever all of them are
0: different yeah
2: yeah and so i um but it was was a health
0: club it was like your first health club
2: that was my first time walking into a health club and i was like what the hell is this this is amazing Mm -hmm. and then i ended up working there and kind of a country
0: club vibe without the golf course
2: yes and so i ran the big store at 119th and medcalf um it's closed now but i would manage that whole store And so I was there and then I decided I needed like a corporate job, like a real big kid job. Mm -hmm. And then I got into like commercial overhead doors, boring stuff, but that's great. So I've had the gym for five years though. So after I had my second child, that's when life was like, okay, it is now time for me to open the gym. And we've known, so I've been with my husband since I was 16 and we've probably known since I was 16, I would own a gym.
3: That's
0: amazing. So
2: it was something. Just a matter of when. It is. was just a matter of when. And, you know, the saying, like, you can have everything you ever want. You just can't have it all at once. Yeah. And um, and Kyle, you'll probably be going through this. You have little ones right now. And so I got to be they home. suck
1: your life away.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I got to be home with them. And then when it was time for me to start the gym, they were older and they were more established. And I could kind of start to focus on that a little bit more. Yeah.
1: I think that's a, it's an under talked about aspect of owning a business is that you, it's not always about, do you have the right business plan? Do you have, you know, all these things in line as far as like business model, yada, yada, yada. Sometimes it's just about time. You yeah. know, is your timing right? You know, is the, is the timing of, you know, the market, right. You know, is there demand for what you're trying to do? Do you have enough space in your life to be able to give it, you know, yeah, you mentioned holding gas? space
0: and it's like, you got to have enough space to be able to really make it work. Like, can yeah. I really put all my energy into this? And sounds like after child number two, you were like, okay, yeah, I, I'm ready to leap into this role.
2: Yeah. And Th- then, you know, it's a lot of collaborating with your spouse on, on the kid's side of logistics.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is a uh, is a lot. What do you what you got going on here? So I
0: know Kyle so well that he heard me say Suzanne Summers. Oh, and he was thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Oh, this isn't what you were talking about. Not at all. Right. Uh, I knew that Kyle
0: was this this like just completely off. I was so wrong, but this
1: is the he most goes, awkward he thing. Goes, I can't believe
0: they put this in a movie. And I was like, he's thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta. Look how cute. How sweet. look at this. <laughs> Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah, dude. Eye contact, hip thrusting. What's what up?
3: Is this? Yeah,
1: this? is a movie, dude. A, it
0: didn't get a lot of play, but this scene has.
2: Jesus so. Christ. What on earth? Yeah, dude. This is so, the most
1: awkward scene
0: that so has ever actually, graced. We actually the big offer screen. this
2: at our gym. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and not only that,
0: but actually, Casey and her husband modeled themselves meeting each other off of that scene. Bro. Well,
2: hold on. Gross. That was a beautiful thing, geez. Kyle. <laughs> if, that wasn't, if that
3: was
1: not. <laughs> If that wasn't what you were talking about, what were the hell were you talking about? <laughs> so now the, go to Thymaster, uh, thigh, yeah, thigh Master. Master oh, by Suzanne Summers, yeah. which was like a
0: number one another, selling fitness video. Another awkward one. But, but a real fitness video that was for sale and it was a real piece of fitness equipment. And so, anywho, that's why I called the Suzanne Summers, right? Yeah. Come on now, show it off. It doesn't have to be a video.
1: Yeah, dude, we've been business partners too long you're able to read my mind like that. (laughs) Yeah, dude.
2: That's actually really amazing. That's impressive because you literally like lit up too because you knew
0: like, Oh,
1: (laughs) he's wrong. He doesn't know what I'm talking
0: about. She was talking about something like heartbreaking and I had the biggest smile on my face because I discovered that Kyle was so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, this is what I'm talking about. Kyle's over here talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. Anyways. Um, so there's something I wanted to talk to you about Jamie
1: Lee on- Curtis though. Way more awkward than that. Yeah. Like, Halloween h two. Yes. Wow. That was a good movie. She wow. was,
0: she's been crazy in all the Halloweens. Yeah. Um, what was her other one? Freaky Friday. That was big deal. Yeah. Anyway, back to your boundaries. Cause we talked about this and I would like to know, um, because it was a really, you know, it sounded like it's something that was pivotal or, or, or in your life to where you knew that this was something that you need to do instill in the women and the men that, that work out at beyond fitness. What, when you were scrolling social media, can you give me an example of maybe an account that you remember that you deliberately unfollowed because of maybe the comparison game or the negativity that you were getting from it?
2: Um. Yeah, actually, I had... There was a little local space where I'm at and they were putting out content that was really similar to mine. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And I
2: was like, what the hell? Oh my gosh. And then I was like, hold on. they are just copying me. Right? So my... So I'll talk about like my big self, like who I am and what I'm about. And then that little self is that little devil that just plays negative bullshit in your ear. Right. And so that is like I will watch myself when I'm in social media and I start going into that comparison game. And then once you go comparison, then you go lack of abundance. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Right. And so then I have to honor the thought and go, okay, I hear you. So this is also like beyond fitness, right? It's, for sure, it is. It's yeah. not just fitness for me anymore. It's so much more than that. It's the meditation, the mindfulness, the yoga. I mean, it's a whole nutrition. But literally, when you sit in that space, I honor it. Though when I go into that negative space, I I'm like, okay, Linda. Sorry if there's any Lindas listening, but that's what <laughs> I call it. I'm like, okay, Linda, I hear you. And then I if I unfollow, I hardly ever unfollow. I just don't search people, right? I just, my goal is not to search and I don't want to unfollow because I I want them to know that I'm actually rooting for them, Mm -hmm. right? It's that small little self of me, that doubt, that insecurity, that speaking. So I honor it. Right. And then I go do something positive to shift my mindset.
0: It takes an incredible amount of self-awareness, you know, you're talking about. And so I think fitness um, for a lot of people, it can numb Right. It can help them disassociate from things they don't want to deal with. Yeah. So they call it their therapy, but I'm like, it's actually the anti in this scenario. And uh, uh, my girlfriend, she talks about this with me where she used to use fitness specifically to completely not deal with stuff. Right. And so my question to you is, where did you first get introduced to the level of introspection that it sounds like you have? Because you use phrases that I don't feel like are very common in today's day and age. And it may be very common in your circle, but certainly not something we, I think, have discussed on this podcast, uh, which is, you know, holding space is a great example of a phrase that not a lot of people, I think, use on a day-to-day, right? Um, Talking about, you know, you identify it, sit in it. I don't even, what was the phrase that you used for when you have one of these Linda moments?
2: Uh, like small self.
0: You were talking about big self, small self. Like yeah. these are for our listeners that maybe haven't had this experience. And, uh, we do have a lot of young listeners that I'm sure could use this level. You know, this would be very helpful information. Um, what do these things mean when you say big self or little self?
2: So the big self is like who you are and what you really stand for. You're, you're, it's like, I know who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And it is like your dharma like your you right Mm -hmm. it's what you are truly your values your values everything yes that small self that is the anxiety the fear the just the bullshit stuff that
0: what people are thinking
3: of me yes yeah
2: right um and so that kind of creeps into your brain and starts to create those negative thought thought patterns and then you can really go into those rabbit holes special yeah. especially with social media
3: mm-hmm. you can
2: sit there and scroll and you know be on there for an hour just thinking doom about, scroll so yeah, yes and like what you man were doing i'm not there. worthy mm-hmm. i'm not worthy and so then what and not to cut you no, off no no i was cutting you off what i was <laughs> always taught is like when you go into these moments move and keep going don't think about it mm-hmm. like how many times i i was told as a child like oh just go sit In a room and when you're done come back out and i was like okay then i would come back out well now it's like it's kind of like telling someone don't think anymore or don't breathe well you have to breathe
0: to Mm -hmm. fucking
2: live right Right. can we curse you can curse um we
1: actually you're gonna have to stop cursing yeah sorry
2: (laughs) but uh you have to have thoughts thoughts come just like your breath you can't stop them Mm -hmm. um and so it's teaching
0: well disassociation i believe is the stopping of thoughts (laughs)
2: Right, but you also have to like be aware of it and don't let it control you.
0: That's the that that could take somebody their whole life.
2: Well, go to therapy. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: My point. Do right. you think I'm uh, it's like you, when you when you were talking about so you'd said that you grew up and you had anxiety, panic? I can relate to that a little bit. Do you have? Um, you you say you you practice yoga now and you do meditation. Have those things been primary? Uh, besides working out, have those been, you know, things that are very helpful for you in dealing with anxiety and dealing with, you know, thoughts, negative thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think that... Little
1: self, as you said. Yeah,
2: I think for myself, it really started when I was in high school dealing with that. And I was like, I have to figure this out. And so I actually, I've always been a huge advocator for myself, which I'm very lucky that I've been driven in that way. So I did, um, I did go to therapy at a very, like when I was 23, 324 I started going to therapy and I just didn't stop Mm -hmm. um I used it as as I go older I used it as a way to check myself you know you have these thoughts of um maybe social media like why did I get so into this and so you can go to someone and like hear their perspective and they give you tools to help you kind of think about it a little bit differently Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started that at a very young age. I also walked into my first yoga class at 22. So I was already open to the idea of what else is out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the other key too, is like in this fitness world, you're so like, this is the way I have to lift weights, but do you really have to? Could you? Like if you were to put one yoga class into your weekly routine, how would that change lifting weights because I bet you're using muscles that you didn't realize you didn't weren't using one and it's going to increase you actually lifting more and all of that. It's going to increase your core strength, which then creates stronger limbs and things like that. Mm
0: -hmm. Better mobility.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. And so it was just, it it was something mental health was always on my forefront of Mm -hmm. like, I've got to make sure I'm doing okay or whatever. And it actually became a way that it helped c- create resiliency in my life. You know, we've had some trauma in our life and I didn't lose my shit. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. You're able to sit in a space and, and then create this self love space where you're like, I'm going to melt down right now
3: mm-hmm. and it's going to be okay. You know, <laughs> And then
2: you can go, okay, now I'm good. Yeah. You know, and you don't have that guilt and shame of those emotions. You're, you have daughters. They're going to be emotional and so it's already right and so it's (laughs) like sitting in that space you sit in that space to open for them and they can do their they can be emotional and it's okay Mm -hmm. you know so we talk a lot about emotions with our boys too yeah like I told one of our boys the other day he's like why were you downstairs I was like I was being emotional so I needed to give myself some space and then I said do you think you'll be emotional someday and he's like I think when I get older, I'll have some more emotions. I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> Probably. That
0: sounds
2: Probably. about right. Yeah. He's yeah. like,
1: maybe one day. But but I'm sure I'm going to get married, you
0: know? Yeah. And, you know, the reason why we talk about this is because I said, like, you know, it's it's in the name of the gym. It's beyond fitness. And for so many that get into fitness because of those reasons that are beyond fitness.
1: Yeah. Right? You, you said something, too, in that you were talking about, you know, um, basically breaking down the stereotypes of fitness and, you know, yeah, you, you know you're supposed to lift weights, but do you have to lift weights? You know? And I think that's another thing that has changed in my mind. Are you supposed to lift weights, Kyle? That's, that's something that's changed in my mind, you know, as, um, (laughs) as I've gotten older is like, if, if you, a lot of people go into it thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm supposed to lift weights. I'm supposed to do cardio, Mm -hmm. but they're they're not thinking of like, what's their end goal? Like, why are you even doing fitness? Like for me, my end goal is like, I want to have a better quality of life, you know, when my grandkids are around, right? right. So I, I don't want to like just wither away and just kind of die. You know, I want right. to have like a great life up until I die. And um, if I'm thinking about that and I'm, and, I, and you're thinking about like, you know, well, in that case, do you need to be squatting heavy as shit, you know, twice a week, you know, into right. my, you know, I don't know if that's going to be the best thing for me as far as longevity goes, you right. know, and I don't know if a lot of people think about it like that. And so they get into, so if you think about it like that, it, it fitness is just, you know, what can you have fun at doing for the longest period of time where you're actually continuously do it. Um, And a lot of people, they don't like fitness because they're like, okay, fitness is this in this box. These are the things that I have to do for fitness. And if I don't do those things, I'm not doing fitness. Right. Right. And that's where like a lot of people are like, I just don't like lifting weights. And so I'll talk to them and be like, so don't lift weights. You know what I'm saying? They're they're like shocked. They're like, wow, you're telling me I don't have to lift weights. I'm like, no, you can play racquetball. You can play, you know, pickleball. You you can can do yoga. You can do TRS. You can do Pilates. You can do do Orange Theory. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like, think about too, (coughs) you literally started with saying, you know, lifting weights and cardio and all this stuff. And when you start li- listing all these things off, that can get really overwhelming for someone who's new at this. Yeah. Um, and I love what you said, having fun, right? I actually had a woman one time tell me like, this is not fun. This is not supposed to be fun. And I'm like, then you're in the wrong business because we are trying to get these people motivated to take care of themselves. And it should be fun. You know,
0: if it's going to stick, well, you also, you got to do it on days. where you don't feel like doing it. So
2: it starts off as fun and then it, and then that, that's what kind of gets people hooked. Right. And then they start. So I teach this class called TRX yoga. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it is why I created beyond fitness. It's, it has these TRX suspension trainers that hang from like a pull-up bar. Right. Mm -hmm. And you do yoga on them. So what I love about it is it is a bridge for someone who just lifts weights, is, is not open to yoga. I'll say, come on, let's do TRX yoga. And they're like, "Uh," and I'm like, promise you, just try it. I teach, I give them TRX yoga, someone who's strength training mm-hmm. and i Okay, that's TRX yoga. But anyways, I give them TRX yoga and then they go, holy hell, that was hard. That yeah. was really great. That Okay, so I just took a strength trainer now and he's that or that person can be like, you know what? I might go try yoga now. Yeah. Right? So I bridge that gap for them to try something else. I take a yoga person and I'm like, hey, you should do a weightlifting class with me. And they're like, no, I don't lift weights. I'm like, why don't you come do TRX yoga with me? And I give them a TRX strap and then it gives them a go. Wow, that was actually really fun. Maybe I will come to a strength training class with you. Mm -hmm. So it's this like little bridge that kind of teaches people like you can still do yoga and it just looked different. Or
0: you know, it's a good opening or a gateway, if you will, to something else because it connects them with something that they're already comfortable with, and then brings in this obviously this new uh, you know thought, this new thought pattern or or belief system that they could possibly enjoy quite a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There, and then
1: it really is a lot of fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, hey. There's
0: also,
2: if you're not,
1: if, you, if you're a fitness professional and you don't have the ability to like kind of read the person that is coming to your class and realize, you know, there are the people out there that are, that are high level athletes that it's not going to be fun for them all the time. Right. Right. You know, but then there's also gen pop where it's like you're just trying to make sure that they come back and that they're enjoying it. And that, you know, they are taking a longer, you know, perspective in things. And if you are treating those two groups as the same, man, you yeah. you have no, you know, sensory acuity and ability to read the situation. So
2: And I think that's also why I enjoy the space is we have people that are beginners. Um, we keep the classes really small. Mm-hmm. Um I yeah, for our
0: listeners, I apologize to interrupt, but can you talk us through like what is at Beyond Fitness in the sense of is it all class based? Is it got a separate, you know, one-on-one sessions for training? Can somebody have a general membership and show up on their own and work out? So what are we looking at as being a member?
2: So Beyond Fitness is a small group gym. So we offer small group classes. And the max that we have in a class is 15. We don't take any more. And I prefer even, I don't even like to have 15, but that's how much the space can hold comfortably. Um, you can pay monthly and go to unlimited classes, or you can just do a drop in, right? Because we offer, not only do we offer like strength and endurance type classes, we do offer yoga. We offer a, my, uh, facial release, uh, yoga class as well, where we're doing, um, we're using tools, you know, to stretch out our bodies and then yoga flows and all that jazz. Um, we have dance hip hop as well. So we do have a variety of classes.
1: Kyle's favorite. Yeah. Dude, I was going to say that about you. I'd beat you too. But it. I know I am. I also good.
0: know what you're thinking all uh. the time.
2: Yeah, because the other thing too is. <laughs> She's uh, going <laughs> to skip right over that. I, I, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't keep talking, then he'll like say something else and keep going on another tangent. That's Promise. true. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding back. That's true. <laughs> don't you worry. But yeah, so then you have these small group classes. And then we also do private personal training. So you can have a personal trainer and, and all of that. We also have a massage therapist that's there on site. We partner with a physical therapist as well. Um, and then I love connecting with other local spaces. So it's really nice, like Supplement Superstore. They're in Blue Springs. So I literally can tell my clients, hey, just go up there. They'll take care of you. What I love is they walk in, my clients do it, and the guys are always like, oh, Casey's great. I'm like, oh. I knew they were going to take care of you. (laughs) So that's really nice that I have that too, but just partnering with others as well. Yeah. Yeah. We have,
0: it goes with beyond fitness though. I think that's so great that it all obviously correlates. Well, there's so many ways you can take beyond fitness. And I think that you guys do a phenomenal job of, um, making it seamless where it correlates so well in every aspect that you're doing it in right. For it be a mental space or getting them help as far as where they're needing. And even if it's not in the side, the gym, um, you are taking care of them on every aspect.
2: Well, and the other thing, just like you were saying, is reading the room. It's like we have these small group classes, so you get almost private personal training without that price point. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have someone who loves that heavy lifting barbell complex or whatever, and it's programmed in, we can take that person and give them their space while we can take someone who's brand new to the gym and give them their space. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like we're holding anyone back, but we're also not pushing someone far beyond their their Where, where they're at. Nice.
1: So. Yeah. The, uh, the, the whole notion of, I'm going to, you know, recommend other local businesses. We, I mean, we fully believe in that too. All, you know, rising tides raises all ships. And so we're always trying to do whatever we can to, to support people that are, that are actively trying to make Kansas city a healthier place because right. we can't do it on our own. You know, mm-hmm. it's like for us, you know, somebody comes in our store, they're like, Oh, you know, I'm trying to get in better shape. And you're like, Oh, where do you work out at? I don't go to the gym. What are you doing here first? That's right. <laughs> you you right. need to get to the gym. Like we talk
0: about, diet we can sell your you protein powder, but that, like, you know, come yeah.
1: on, you need yeah. to get. I mean, like, the gym is where it all starts. So, you know, having a good network of people that we can trust is super important to us. You know, yeah. And um, the other
2: thing that I love too is logistics right Mm -hmm. because everything is logistics so where are you at okay well it doesn't make sense for you to go to this gym go to this gym or you know not that it doesn't make sense but you can give them other spaces to go to yeah Mm -hmm. i'll have people all the time that will call me and they don't even live close to where i'm at and i'm like these are the gyms that i know of that i trust Mm -hmm. like go there. You know, it doesn't make sense for you to drive 45 minutes to my space. Try trying so to just, build a lifestyle
0: habit. You're I was like, about hey, to say that you just do that you being twice.
1: aware of like mm-hmm. removing friction. So like, you know, if you have a bunch of friction built up in between you and working out, um, like a drive that's long and you're dealing with traffic, and then you know that they have kids. It's like, well, all that friction is going to eventually build up to the point where they don't go to the gym, you know? And it's like, if you actually care about yeah. people, you're just going to try and remove as much of that friction as possible so that they yes. can continuously go to the gym.
2: And I think they feel comfort whenever I say that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow. Okay. She gets it. Like, yeah. she gets that. Okay. Okay. Your heart,
0: your heart is in the right place. You're genuinely just helping. Yeah. yeah. It's like, solving their problem
2: logistically this doesn't sound like it will work but this could work for you Mm -hmm. you know how can we make that happen Mm -hmm. let me call this gym owner and let them know you're coming
0: yeah with that being said you know you're, you're extremely intentional in all the things that you're doing and making sure that you are helping them for real not just making a sale or whatever how are you personally what do you do right best better question I could ask is what are you personally being intentional about right now in your fitness journey
2: Ooh, I love that question. So I just recently finished my 200-hour YTT, which is yoga teacher training. Um, So I just finished that. And right now what I'm really being intentional on is my yoga practice and moving with that. Um, I have been so, like, all about the business and, like, getting up and lifting weights at 5 o'clock in the morning and beating the crowd. When I say the crowd, I just mean my – my class that starts I try to get up first thing and work out because if I don't then my rest of the day is not owned by me right Mm -hmm. I can only the rest of the
0: day is kind of dictated to you
2: yes and I can usually be pretty mindful of what that looks like but sometimes kids stuff happen and so right now I'm just creating space for myself to practice yoga and practice breathing um and then meditations like right now I'm going through chakra meditations and I'm doing, practicing them myself, and then also c- trying to incorporate the kids a little bit with breathing and stuff like that. So. How are you,
0: How is uh, chakras, you know, meditation, I say that right, by the way, I'm not trying yeah. to be disrespectful. No, you're fine. The chakras meditation, how does that, you know, compare to somebody, for example, who just downloads a meditation app on their phone? You know what I mean?
2: Well, so your body has these chakras, like, you know, your third eye, and they're they're colored, right? I'm not going to get in the weeds with you all, but sure. what we can do is when I figure out my meditation, I'll come to the space. That was my meditation voice. I'll come to the space and do this for you guys, and mm-hmm. you can tell me if it works. But, Sounds good. Um, but it's a meditation. So have you ever heard of a body scan?
0: Mm-mm. I mean- an in-body scan. Yeah, we got Plug. in-body scanners.
3: Plug. <laughs> two, did, you
2: guys realize, two did you guys realize what you're getting yourself into by having me here? That we're going to talk about crazy shit. I was sucked. Okay, so this is my favorite kind of things to talk about. So, uh, a body scan is basically a form of meditation where you shut down your eyes and you scan from your toes all the way to your head. Like you scan your body. What are tensions coming up? Where are you holding? Like sometimes. Like right now, where are you holding tension? Are you like squeezing your quads just sitting there, mm. and then like relax? Like Line are we hands. squeezing our are we squeezing our butt cheeks right just mm-hmm. sitting here? Mm-hmm. Okay, well then we relax, right? So it Stop takes clenching, you Luke. right. <laughs>
1: that that bussy.
0: Stop clenching, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it takes you through the whole body and right. It try and calm you down. So with the chakras, the chakras that you have, like your root. I don't even can't even think of them all right now, but you have all throughout your body. And they're usually, they not usually, they're with a color, okay? So my goal for this meditation is to start with a white light and to start people meditating from their root chakra, which is red, and so that white light will change to red. And then I'm going to have an affirmation for them. Thank you. So you have your root, your sacral, uh, solar, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. And so then each of these have the colors so with this meditation i'm going to start off with a white light and we're going to change the color as we breathe and think of those spaces throughout the body so that's kind of what that's about does that make it, sense no pretty- it's does. pretty I my, think it does my, a great,
0: I mean, I don't know, like, let's say, like, level of time that you would have to take between each one, et cetera. Yeah. What kind of journey are you on mentally as you do this? Or what do you, what do you intend? What, what's your so, intention at in each level, if you will? I feel There's like, a lot you can go into there, I'm Right. And yeah. my
2: intention for this is this is something new for people, um, not for myself per se, but for others. And so I usually like to start my meditations off like five to 10 minutes. Sure. Right. Because we got stuff going on in our brains. And so mm-hmm. not that I want to rush the process, but I want them to have an experience where they can feel a little bit of relief knowing it's not going to be an hour long.
0: Totally. Yeah. It's, a, when it's I used to, what I, am I, I signing up for here? Uh, right. right? Exactly. It sounds really committal. You know? I did yes. med,
1: I, I meditated every morning for like probably six months and the f- beginning of it is so hard to like actually shut your mind off Yeah, because in the beginning you're just running through like it's like, yeah, I can sit here and not do anything, but I'm going to like be going through a Rolodex of shit in my head about like what I have to do later, you know? Yeah. And I, I had just an app and it would just say like, yeah, that's Hey, perfect. listen, listen to the music that's, or listen to the noises outside. Do you hear a car, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like trying to get you to get out of your own head. Yeah. Um, but once you do that and you can actually clear your head, it's kind of like working out where it's like, you know, once you get into that, you know, mode of uh, I'm not doing anything else, I'm not thinking about any, anything else. It's so, it's like um, hitting the refresh button on your computer. You're just like, oh, you know, you feel way better.
2: And so then when I was talking about creating space for myself, that's kind of another way to create some space for myself, you know. Um, Around yourself, if you will. Yeah, exactly.
0: I I got a question for you with your six-year-old. So um, I have a three-year-old that I'm in charge of every other week.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right.
1: I'm in charge of
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'll just say it, you know what I mean? Like I'm quickly becoming a stepdad in this situation Okay. and I love her to death. Uh, she has been living with me for a year. Her name's Addie. She's amazing. But like she was going to her, uh, daycare today. Right. And, uh, mom's car wasn't working. So I was in charge of dropping off mom and picking up, you know, so bottom line, I'm dropping her off and she's just like upset as hell. And she's not typically upset, but she's upset because she's going to be bored there. At school. No, no, no. She's going to daycare. Oh, at daycare. She said she's going to be bored there because the kids there are much younger than her. They're all like one. They can't talk to her. And she just was bawling because she was going to be so bored. And she wanted to go to her dad's because her dad's isn't as boring. Right. So now it's getting personal, you know, and I'm like, okay, you need to learn how to be bored in my head. I'm like, you need to learn how to sit with yourself even at three. Like you need to learn that. It's okay to just like play with rocks and sticks. Shout out uh Kim Combs who taught me that, you know. <laughs> uh, Kyle's wife's like My wife's a so savage. Kyle's <laughs> Kyle's wife, I'm like, Do you guys not have any toys at this cabin? She's like, Rocks and sticks.
1: And she's serious. <laughs> she's like, There's woods right there. Like, what are you talking about? Go. Yeah. Go play. And, and they will.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and and like I'm dropping off Addy and she's like, Mickey's only got two toys, and I'm like looking at these baller, like little tykes cars outside that you can get in, and like you know Fred Flintstone around the driveway, and and she's like she's only got two. I was like, you entitled shit.
1: (laughs) You make sure to say that to the kids too. That's good for them. Yeah.
0: You're
2: definitely not going to create any trauma there.
1: (laughs) Definitely not. So I mean,
0: come on. So bottom line, I was like, what do I do here in this situation? Because I'm like, man, how do I put, how do I have So you know, how do you take your six-year-old who, for example, like we're all trying as adults to figure out how to meditate and sit with ourselves. How do you get that a kid do that and like get them to value it? I guess.
2: It's a really great question. So I, for myself, um, I don't f- I don't share like, hey, you're going to come down here and meditate. What I do is I open the door and I let them see what I'm doing, right? Um, so during my 200-hour course, I was literally stuck in the basement Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so when I would practice actual physical yoga, I would open up my um, door and allow the boys to come in and out and watch. And then I would even allow them, and I say allow, but then the better would be like, can I, can I do this? And I'm like, yeah.
0: And, and can I ask for the listeners, what are they seeing whenever they walk in and see what you're doing? are you sitting, you know, crisscross applesauce on the ground? Are you laying down? Are you sitting, Kyle's sitting there listening to an app, right? Like how does meditation look to you?
2: So typically I was, uh, it was a guided meditation on a zoom call. And so I literally, I'm, I'm very fortunate. We have a yoga studio in our basement And so I really set the scene for that. I burn, yeah, that's my basement. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I burn Palo Santo. Um, I usually have some kind of music playing. And so there's like this smell to it. There's like a feel to it. There's heat. I put heat on down there as well. Um, And I sit on a a pillow that was made when my grandfather passed away. They took some of his old um, suspenders and created like a cushion for me. And so that's my meditation cushion. And so that's what they see whenever they walk in on me is meditating is sitting like that. Um, and so then I'll just let them talk about, it. I'll, I'll say, come sit down. Or sometimes um, in your case, like I, I would have asked Vetter, especially I have photos of both kids where they sit and they open their palms up and we just breathe and I'll have I'm like inhale. Okay, now hold. And I make it fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so like, I'll practice breathing with them. I'll practice like, what do you feel? Like, what do you feel? Do you feel the sun? Do you feel the wind? Um, do you feel the heat? I'll ask them, what do they see? You know, can you see the grass blades like, you know, go aside back and forth? Um, and so I just kind of, I allow them to come into my space when I'm doing it so they can see it and then they start to get intrigued with it. Um, my six-year-old he melts down a lot, and so I just give him space to do it. Mm. Right, I think
1: that's that's <clears throat> a huge thing with kids is that you know, one exposing not forcing right. Yeah. So like for me, I I work out in our basement a lot, and Clara loves to work out with me, and she'll come down and she'll like do some burpees with me, or she'll get on the rower and act like she's rowing, and like this is I don't I don't mm-hmm. force her into any of that yet, you know? Yeah. Or, uh, I don't force her into anything like that. It's just like, you know, exposing her to her, just like you were talking about with the, with the, uh, meditation. And then, you know, two, uh, You were talking about
0: sports yesterday with her and you were saying like, I'm going to expose her to as many sports as she wants to be exposed to. And then
1: yeah, but that's not she'll what was, pick what she wants. I was thinking about mm-hmm. what was the, what was the other thing that you were talking about right before that? It was, man, I had a good point with this. Oh, oh, not expecting too much of them. So like, oh yeah, you know, like it, it, she says, I, I'm giving, you know, I give them space to melt down. Like Kim will get really wrapped up and like, oh man, I can't believe, you know, Claire is doing this and feel like it's like she's failing as a mom. I'm like, hey, she's five.
2: Yeah. She's five. Yeah, how she's, five year olds work all right.
1: five-year-olds yeah. five are going to say things that are ridiculous because they're five. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you got to be easy on yourself in yeah. that
2: situation. And like, how cool is it that you can be like, yeah, that does suck. You know, like, oh, I'm, yeah. that I'm mad for you. Like, mm-hmm. that does sound like only two, man, okay. And then I kind of play in it, mm-hmm. play into it with him. Mm-hmm. You know, we have chores and all that great stuff. I'm like, I hate laundry too. And he's like, you do? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. But we have to do it. You know? <laughs> right.
1: like, it's it's sometimes got, it's I like, like having clean clothes though, you know. We, yeah. Concepts yeah. for us at, at our age are very uh, easy to understand. But it's like, yeah. you know, these you know, my, my five-year-old, she's, you know, she's been talking for a couple of years. So it's like, she's just now, you know, getting to the point where she's like really got, you know, speech patterns down. And now we're expecting her to know like the concept of, you know, it's just, it's asking a lot of them. And it's like, it's important to remember that like, you know, Hey, you know, when you when I was a five-year-old, I was a shithead. You were a shithead. You were yeah. a shithead. And oh, it was just yeah. like being like, yeah. you know, understanding of like where a kid is in their life and not expecting too much of them too quickly. Mm-hmm. And then also realizing that they're going to be their own person which I feel like a lot of parents have a really hard time. They're like, no, I will derive all of my self-worth from molding you into what I want you to be. And it's like, you know, that's where you create a a kid that ends up going off the deep end because they're like, they've never been able to like truly just be themselves. Express themselves.
0: Yeah. Really.
2: And like, I, I I clearly am constantly learning like this kind of, we have a conscious parenting lady that comes to the gym and teaches classes and things like that. Um, so that's, unconscious parenting, yeah, or yeah. Con- conscious parenting. Okay. Um, so it's just being very conscious of what you're saying and doing, like how to create like these habits at night where they can like, you know, you have like a little hug, handshake, all that stuff. I don't know the whole thing. She does it all, but, um, but yeah, I think that's that's the whole point. Is like, you know, my husband and I are both athletes, and we were given a child that doesn't really like sports. The first one, you mm-hmm. know, and it was like, okay. Don't push my shit on him. Yeah, like totally. Well, I think you just got to
1: get like into what they're into. Yeah,
2: you know, it's like if they're he likes into
1: anime. Oh shit!
0: We learned everything there is to know I don't about know anything anime about a anime. second ago. Our, uh, we... Two guests <laughs> ago, we had Roger <laughs> Allen on, and he was like uh, our age, and he loved anime. And we're like, how did we miss it?
2: How did we just totally I miss
0: it? Like, dude, it's I don't so know. mainstream like culture. Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't know anything, yeah. and he taught us quite a bit. It's pretty I
2: funny. know One Piece. What's that? It's an anime thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's we got employees not. that... Uh, we, guys all of our employees have... made
1: fun of us when they made a clip of it. Yeah. Everybody was just... We got guys on me. our
0: team with anime tats. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I do know some of those guys. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, dude, hey, more power to you, whatever you're into. I think it's cool. But I just can't believe that. Like, I typically, back in the day, used to always know whatever pop culture is happening. Right? <clears throat> I used to take more value in it than I do now. But I was just like, how did I miss that completely? Right? Like, I had Pokemon. But, like, that's... Apparently, like,
2: see, I like
0: that's like not cool in the anime world. Apparently, I have no idea.
2: Yeah, Pokemon is not, apparently, not, but I Luke's just cracking up because of how
0: dorky we sound right now. But yeah,
2: I just had no idea that this was a whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's unbelievably a whole thing, it's a lifestyle. Apparently, just had no idea.
2: I know I'm a really afraid, but excited. I'm actually excited. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day he'll want to go to like you know how they have Comic Con and people For like sure. dress up. Yeah, sounds like, like an we're awesome gift. Probably go to an anime one.
0: That would be cool. That'd be fun. I guarantee you they're like at every one of them too. Like it's yeah. not even you don't even have to get specific. Yeah, we got uh, I got some customers that we love, that we're really close with that uh, that are huge on anime. We'll can figure out when the good ones are coming. Okay, yeah. Which ones keep, to avoid? And which ones to go? For real. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm
2: in the dark with that one, mm-hmm.
0: but it's obviously sounds like something cool that you could connect, uh, you know, with your son on. So
2: yeah, worth doing. Yeah.
0: Anywho, I don't know how I'm gonna handle this boredom thing with with Addy, but uh, it happened as I was dropping her off. But in my head, I'm like,
1: I'm. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember you're gonna be distinctly bored. I'm, saying like, I'm bored. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm
0: sorry you're bored. I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. I, you know, whenever I'm excited to pick you up later, though. So hopefully you can yeah. at least, you know, think about things that you do enjoy that we can do whenever we get home. But, you know, for the meantime, you know, your mommy and I have to go make money. We yeah. have to go to work. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Um, I like to give them tasks like, all right, so you're going to be bored. I need you to find out five things for me. And so I give them a little task that they have to do throughout the day. Okay, so what did the baby do? Or, you know what I mean? Like, totally, stupid yeah. stuff. But, Find me five dandelions. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, hey, can you figure out who's what, you know, your babysitter's favorite color is today? Just see if you can figure that out, you know, and just give. I love her, that. I don't know. Those, those are things I go with with my kids. It's like.
0: When you got three minutes to do it, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I, I could absolutely come up with some.
2: Like give her a little task and be like, Arbitrary you don't have to advances. tell anyone, just see if you can figure it out. Like it's clue or totally. something. I, I don't know. Make it I fun. I
1: also think it's yeah, like exposure it too, though. It's like the more that you allow them to be bored. Here's the thing is like with my, my daughter is like, she'll be like, dad, I'm bored. And then I'll be like, well, you know, you're just going to be bored. I don't know what to say. And, uh, I'll come back like 20 minutes later and she's like covered in dirt. And I'm like, what are you doing? I guess you're not bored anymore. She's like, "Well, I found this rock and I started, you know, <laughs> and a stick. I, f- I, I, I dug this rock and I you know. Your wife, I d- she
2: sounds cool?
1: Yeah, it, it was the funniest she's, thing ever. She's something else. She's that's got
0: something. she's got a million one liners over the last. I feel like I've known her for twenty years now, which might be getting close to. Yeah, and oh, yeah, awesome. just but it's just the savagery of the straight face of rocks and sticks, <laughs> and like don't tell me otherwise. And I was like. <laughs> Don't need anything else. I hey, guess. you you like, dropped
1: me off at my house yesterday, and they had some balls out. You know they were playing soccer. Yeah, Claire yeah. was scootering. Yeah, you know what Clara I mean. That's a phrase. Yeah. No, yeah. it was just we were at the cabin,
0: and I was just like, oh, like do you bring the kids down here? I didn't see a single kids' toy or anything. Like no sign of children in this cabin. She's like rocks and sticks, Jeff. Mm. All right, that's
2: it. Oh, that's funny.
0: So we got yeah. You're trying to find them with toys. You can't. You can't, Luke.
1: Sorry. None of my kids have toys in any picture. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good parent, I yeah. swear. Christmas is them. Un- <laughs> Christmas is literally them unwrapping, hey, like, pots I am going to throw this out there. Kids' toys are junk for the <laughs> most, po- most yeah. part. Like, yeah. They have man. a lifespan of like six minutes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then they're like, on to the next thing. Look at that, dude.
0: Her Uncle Carl gave that to her. Exactly. Nobody else. See? Yeah.
2: Aw, she's so cute. Yeah.
0: They only look like twins in this photo. Yeah. So now she looks just like her mom. It's crazy how it works. But like I'm like, dude, now she's just a twin of her mom. Yeah. Oh,
2: there's.
1: Uh, um, oh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, this is me skinning a beaver alive. Uh, skin a beaver, and uh, Maddie loved the <laughs> holding the skin beaver. Yeah, dude. All you need is a laundry bag. <laughs> that is the most. <laughs> and yeah. a frog. Yeah, now you're good. All right. Uh, see. That's that's all she wants to do. Is anyway she wants to go catch frogs. It is, it is it is that is that time of year for everybody who's wondering if it's frogging season. <laughs> <laughs> Hot topic. <laughs> Hot topic on the on the podcast.
0: So, anyways, we want to know where would people who are interested in getting into um, anything beyond fitness where would they find you?
2: Well, they can follow me on social media at BeyondFitKC, um, or they can go to the website BeyondFitness.com. So.
0: Love that. And then um, we've got to do something. You know, me and Kyle need to come out and do this. You know, we need to do the TRX yoga, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, I think that you guys should do TRX yoga. And then I should take you through a meditation. I'm down. I'm
1: down. I Here's my thing, though. I Have you done yoga? Last year, I failed
0: on <laughs> my... Uh, I had a genuine, like, New Year's resolution of I wanted to be, get more mobile. I've oh, always yeah, had really... Remember, yeah. I've had oh. big issues with mobility. Okay. Isn't like... I'm sore. I'm tight all the time. I've literally since I was a little kid. Like the what, what, help me out here. Like the sit and reach. Remember that? Yeah. I
2: couldn't,
0: couldn't like, even reach the box. I Couldn't register. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get a number.
2: Still holding on to that, huh? Bro,
1: that's like that thing used to come to your knees. You couldn't One touch year, your it was knees. already
2: halfway there. One year I got
0: presidential <laughs> because yeah, no shit. One year I got presidential because I wore swishy pants and they like st- oh
1: you bent your knees, you oh, no. son of a bitch.
0: I held them up and they stayed, <laughs> and then I bent my knees. And so do you, I still to this day, like I probably am the most mobile I've ever been. I had Hannah help me stretch literally last night. Like I'm trying to get better. I hate the feeling like I'm tight all the time. Yeah. And like, I genuinely want to work on it. And just the yoga classes, I felt like I, I tried out, I don't want to name any names because I just wasn't impressed. Um, but I like signed up, I spent the money. I did like a whole bulk, you know, thing of classes went for like three weeks straight, twice a week, honored what I wanted to do. And just genuinely felt like I wasn't getting better. And I felt like the coaching wasn't very one-on-one, wasn't very direct. No one was really helping me through it. And I was going around noon, which felt like I was just going around a bunch of aces that people that have been doing it for years and years. Yeah. So I just felt like I was getting lapped in class. And so all of it was my own personal discomfort that I wasn't wanting to sit through so much. so much right. so. much And I recognize that. So having somebody that I genuinely like being around with me doing it would be really helpful going in a class that's maybe more for beginners. Things I just need to spend more time looking into.
2: I think too, like I, I really like to cultivate like a relaxing environment with yoga. I've been to a lot of classes too, where you walk in and it's like, do I even say hi to these people? Like nobody wants to say hi to me, Yeah. you know? um, Or you have to go to the bathroom in the middle and you're like, Ooh, am I going to mess up someone's Zen? I really got to pee though, you know? Like, so I really like to cultivate that like fun atmosphere. And that's what I love about TRX yoga is like, you're going to get a, badass workout but you're gonna get stretched too Mm -hmm. so
0: i have a feeling that if i went to your classes and i went for three weeks and i didn't go after that that maybe i would hear from someone that'd be like hey just want to make sure everything's going good did you enjoy your like i wasn't very much in an environment where no one would reach out to me and no one would care if i left if that makes sense yeah right and so like that was kind of part of it and so i just honestly need to like not be such a whiny baby and probably community wasn't there that's the truth yeah Yeah. and i'm sure that the community is there for others but I didn't feel included more right, or less. Right. And I, I you know, it, all it took was like, you know, one session where I felt absolutely terrible afterwards and couldn't come. And then a vacation or a clap, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then just never started back up. So I need to get back into it. I'm going to yeah. touch my toes this year. You guys all watch.
2: I'm going to get that little, you can't touch I'm going to get toes. that box out. It's not actually. that I can't,
0: it's not that I can't touch my toes. It's that I'm not even fucking close. Yeah.
2: It's we'll, like, I can touch my shins. We'll get that flexibility box out. It took me a year to learn how to itch
0: my knees. You know what I'm saying? With a a straight leg. So it's it's like a dire situation. My hips are super tight all the time. I have the world's flattest feet. Like Mm. my feet are literally like hobbit feet. You know, my dad also
1: had the weakest posterior chain of all time. It's true. Not helping you out with your tight hips. These are all
0: things I need to work on. And I'm dead serious about like, that's where my fitness journey is right now. Like I don't care so much about the prettiness of muscles or this or that. I'm really caring about how I feel every day. Yeah. So I'm working on it. I'm okay. actually doing more posterior chain work. I'm doing more core work. I literally did fifty ab wheels yesterday. How about that? What's up, Kyle? Did ab oh. wheels. So, anyways, I'm dead serious about it. Let's do it. I'm doing I'm down for T R X okay. yoga. We're gonna okay. come out and do it. We'll do it. I'm in. Okay. No, now, you guys arbitrary. might have to make it
2: like a day trip, so we might have to plan some things if you go that far out. Yeah, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> make it a whole day. It is. it do is do the, do I the got the blue a blue lotus together? <laughs> One, right. right. One of my right. best okay. friends
1: lives in uh, in Odessa, and I'm always oh, like, yeah. bro, I can't, I can't make the trip out to Columbia today. Like, it's right. so far away. Did
0: you hear Kyle's twang
1: when he said Odessa? He like I know. can't even
0: say it normal. <laughs> He goes, oh, he you got to call my fr- it he goes, my Odessa, lives- he goes, my Odessa. Lives- yeah. You tried to just chime it in there. Like, First of all, my friend lives out Odessa. <laughs> yeah.
2: You really went there for that. I too. feel like,
1: I
0: feel like that. <laughs> and I know exactly you're what you're from, talking
2: about. You're from yeah.
1: that area. So people probably
0: yes, say Ode- yes.
1: Odessa.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Don't you feel like your classes would triple in size if you lived closer to the plaza and not out in Grain Valley based um, on your interests as far as what Beyond Fitness offers there's so much more people that are in tune I feel like with those things. Yes. Um, in, yeah. In I closer I of a city. Yeah, below. I d
2: I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah. Um I don't think that's in my next year or two plan. Sure. But it's definitely something I'm open to. For sure. You know? Um right now it's about growing the business and being physically and mentally present for my family. Um we actually have an opportunity where we could live downtown. So I would assume that's whenever I'll probably venture that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Um, cool. If you ever, whenever that happens, let me know. I live downtown now. Keep an eye on what, the, you know, what's for lease yeah. and what's not. Those are things I'm interested in. So just okay. let me know if you ever want an yeah, extra. Yeah, absolutely. Know.
3: On
0: a, on a non a complete arbitrary note, if you've listened to the podcast, we ask every single person the same question, at the very end. So without putting you under the spotlight of that, you haven't listened. Here is the question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Kansas City is famous for its barbecue. This you know. Yeah. Yes. You may you may hate barbecue, you may not hate it whatever, but when people come, what is the place you have to take people if they're coming for barbecue? Where is your go-to spot if you have one?
2: Oh, if I have one. Okay. You, you ready?
0: Can, you can give us your favorite that's not barbecue that you have I already know where, to, what it
1: is from where she lives. No, she I bet you were wrong.
2: Our eyes connected and you knew exactly. I knew. We're not as close as you guys are, but mm. I looked at him. I got it. And he has it. I, I actually it. know you have it. All right,
1: then Kyle, what is it? Jack stack.
2: He's no. he's way off. He's <laughs> way off.
3: I
0: knew it. I knew he wouldn't know. So don't worry, I'd still know him hold better. On, on. And I knew but, he wouldn't know. But, <laughs> He's Hi like, up. I
1: know him so well that I knew that he wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> right. But I'll tell you what it, I think it is. What is it? There's a place that's near. Oh, it's
1: an obscure place. Here we go. It is an obscure Jeff's going to know. It, and he's also going to know the best sides there, too, because that's just Jeff.
2: <laughs> um, but your Odessa buddy would know.
1: Oh. Oh. Uh, God, there's a bar in Odessa.
2: Okay. It's not in Odessa, oh, but he sh- would know. Um, so it's called Bait City Barbecue.
3: Ah. Bait City Barbecue. Yes. And, and what it, makes it great?
2: And it goes Old Grove, Bait City, Odessa. Gotcha. And it's in this little town that... You said it
0: wrong. It's Odessa? Odessa. <laughs> Odessa. <laughs>
2: so Bait City, it's been there forever. What makes it great is it's constantly the same food every freaking time you go. It's Consistency always, yes, is key. Yes. Yeah. And then they have the best French fries and all kinds of stuff, so... so they got quality
0: sides quality sides matters you're
1: the first one to throw out bait city barbecue on the podcast so
2: oh they might have to give you
1: some some i was thinking everyone everyone that's on that side of the city seems like they always like jack stack i don't know why that's why i I
2: like jack stack i will tell you though like the sounds their sides are so heavy and yeah. it's just too much. Welcome to barbecue. Yeah. I know, but it's too much for me. And that's what I love. Bait City is like simplicity, but good. It's always good. Um, like we had my. <laughs>
0: Heavy sides are beyond fitness though, Casey. Just saying.
2: <laughs> okay. So what I just heard is you guys are coming to TRX Yoga. That's and then we're going to Bait City Barbecue for lunch. Can we align Let's our go.
0: chakras first?
2: Yes. Okay. And maybe we'll align some chakras with blue lotus i don't know Let's after go. the fact
0: we're going <laughs> so, go. so the next podcast we have you on we're gonna discuss your blue lotus as far as your experience with it because you that have sounds not done it dirty bro it
3: does what, what? get your minds uh, we're gonna gutter, discuss <laughs> your
1: blue lotus pause geez i wasn't a pause situation
0: all i'm saying is check it out google it um or not or don't doesn't matter bottom line <laughs> we're going to be have we'll have a lot I to need talk to google about, it, it before like. it too.
2: Yeah.
0: well you were the one that's telling us about it I didn't know about it until you told me
2: well I just had heard about it and started talking to a lady about it so
0: okay um I think that's all we got if you guys would love to get a hold of Casey she already told you where to find her but uh we just really appreciate you taking the time to come out of here today yeah for one. having me yeah, yeah yeah it was awesome yeah. getting to know you better and uh you know these conversations are always my favorite because they're uninterrupted no screens no nothing Just got the occasional Luke throw up on the screen. That's about it.
2: You did a great job though, Luke.
0: All right. We're going to come see you guys. Check out beyond fitness. Casey's awesome. And, uh, let us know what you think of the podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe, like, and share.
3: Thank
0: you. See y'all next week.